This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I think, I think you guys know how this is going to start. I'm so ready for this. All right, r- ready and... Guys, welcome back. It's a dark and stormy day here in Texas. I don't know what it's like over there in California, but hopefully the sun is shining. It's a little bit smoky out. A little bit. Just a little but bit. But more than that, oh my God, you guys, you asked for it. You called down the thunder, and now you've got it. We brought Peter France in for the corridor cast. I've gotten so many comments about people wanting to talk Aww. about Peter, to talk about what he's doing. And, you know, this isn't just any, just, hey, come on our podcast and be a guest. This is a, this is a, a new chapter because, guys, our boys come home. What do you mean by that, Jake? Uh, what do I, what do you think I mean, Nick? Like, like he's back in LA? Not only is he back in LA, but Peter has come back to Quarter Digital. And uh, he's going to be with us working on videos, hopefully, you know, from here to whenever. Until you get sick of me. Cradle Wait to the second. grave. This means and- that Peter is no longer an intern. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think I'll pretty much be an intern forever. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe in the hearts of the audience, but officially. Not in our hearts. Yeah. Aww. You've officially graduated from intern to creator. It's an honor took to be a part of the team, and it's even more of an honor to be on the Corridor podcast right now. Uh, thank you, man. I mean, so I think we should we should just start. For those of you who don't know, it was a it was a hot and sh- and and sunny summer of what year was it? 2015? 2016. I want to say sixteen. Okay, we put out our first ever. Uh, like hey submission for interns and uh you know we got what we thought was a lot of people at the time which was like a couple hundred now it's a lot for them it was a lot for them and we put out we put out a call and of that you know peter submitted a video that he was working on called uh what was it called, Peter? Driving uh, Force. Driving Force. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And um, so we saw that and we thought, man, this is this is pretty good. Uh, came in, we interviewed you, and then you, you immediately just showed up at the studio and started <laughs> making videos with us. And we were like, what, what, where'd this kid come from? Yeah, um, that was... 
That was really weird. That was super intimidating coming in for the first time because I've been watching you guys for like five years at that point. Yeah, no, wow. I can imagine. Um, so that was... How old were you then, Peter? Were I was like 18, I think. You were 18? Okay. So were you coming out of high school or were you about to start your senior year? Yeah, I was coming out. It was my last year. And then every year after that... Like every the, summer. Like, like the ticking of the seasons, like the turning of the seasons, the ticking of the clock... Peter would show up. He'd just come knocking, and and mm-hmm. we'd all be we'd all be waiting no in invitation. the back of our minds. No, and every every sort of June or so, you just got the feeling, and then all of a sudden there'd be that knock on the door. Yeah, it was like clone season. <laughs> There's this little clone smell in the air. <laughs> yeah, and it smells uh, like formaldehyde. <laughs> it smells a lot like formaldehyde and shampoo. <laughs> Yes, um, shampoo. I'm. I guess I use shampoo a decent amount. That's the first thing I noticed about you. I'm like, this guy shampoos. This guy, and he's good at the effects. I've actually been shampooing less recently. Apparently, it's better for your hair. That's what I like hear. Over two or three days. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Secrets the shampoo industry doesn't want you to know. Exactly. No so, sulfates. You don't so want Pete, sulfates. Peter, what? Um, I mean, I guess what what have you seen over these years? You know, it's, you did four years as an intern, and now you're with us full time. I mean, what have you seen from your own eyes uh, as as you've sort of grown and as as you've watched us grow as well? Okay, before I answer that question, I my audio is so fucked. I'm hearing my own voice. Oh, okay, yeah, fix it. No, it's okay. The uh, quarter cast, we embrace Jank over here. We do. Um, it's time for a little jank music interlude. Yeah, uh, Nick, get that mandolin. Let's do Nick. it. Okay, there Are we ready? go. I'm going to give a second clap. Ready? What are you in, E? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Towards your plan, but yeah, it's it. <laughs> okay, cool. So, Sorry about that. No, that's all right. Um, we once so we're had... talking about like coming back every year. Did you notice? Was it weird coming back every summer to yeah. like, a slightly different studio? I mean, it was super strange for a couple of reasons. Because for one reason, it's like I would go away and then I would watch you guys on YouTube for that whole year. So I felt like I was still hanging out with you. And then I came back and everyone's like, Hey, I mean, you guys were all super nice, but it wasn't like we had been hanging out for a year. So it was like this weird, like disconnect. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's pretty strange. I don't but, know if anything's happened like that ever before YouTube and, and digital media. Like yeah, has, it's like a one way relationship that turns yeah. two ways in certain times. It's very yeah. strange. Um, well, you know, I was looking back at some of the old, uh, vlogs when you first started with us. And I mean, we were working out of studio five mm-hmm. for, oh, I, yeah. think, I think, sweat was that your city. first summer? Yeah. That was, yeah, it was sweat city. We didn't have air conditioning in four. Yeah. And then oh, we, we, we decided, <laughs> Hey, you know what? It's super hot in here. Let's mm-hmm. insulate the ceiling. That was our big, Oh That's yeah, a big deal, man. that was our big deal. <laughs> we did. We, we moved into that place. It didn't have any insulation. It didn't have any circuitry. We Dripping. put in all the internet. Yeah, it was yeah. ninety Every degrees summer. in there. Every brutal. summer, albeit there were only like five people 
five, six people at once. So, mm-hmm. you know, so we all sweated collectively less, and <laughs> yeah. it only raised the average temperature like an extra two degrees. Would of you find four. that when there were more people, the temperature would get higher just based on the <laughs> amount of people? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, damn. It yeah. Gets, I mean, we we found that out. I think right before you finally broke down and bought the AC machines, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> it, do yeah. it anymore. And we man. were like twelve mm-hmm. people, eleven people. That was like were we two years ago? So that many people before I got we got AC. I think it was like that, like two summers ago, right? And it was like Gabe and Jarrett was in the studio and Carmichael. Mm-hmm. We were all in yeah. there, so it got pretty hot. Maybe it wasn't that much, but so when so when we were in Studio Five, we were just doing the insulation in four, and then I remember the day they put an air conditioning into that unit. Mm. You got? Do you, were you there when that happened? Oh yeah, they put in three, <laughs> and and. And boom, they turn them all on at the same time, and mm-hmm. it was like a dream. Heaven. It was. It was amazing. And then we go over painful. to Studio Four, and it was like all dusty under construction, <laughs> post-apocalyptic, yeah, like haunted in there. Yeah. Had to yeah. go through the blue tarp. We have like a vlog where we're like, we have to go in, and it's all hazy and like, yeah, <laughs> it's like so crap. weird. Oh my god. Yeah, that yeah. was strange. So there was nobody in the studio hardly at that time. I mean, all, the three of us were there, but man, just. Every and then I started to notice, like, as he'd come back every year, thinking, thinking to myself, man, every time Peter comes back, there's just more stuff in this studio. <laughs> I, I wonder what he thinks is going on here. Yeah, I mean, it just seemed more like official each time, and more like, like I mean, you guys have always known known what you were doing, but it seems like you got it down to a formula now, and it's really okay. impressive. Like each time coming back, you know. Well, that's good to hear because it doesn't always feel like that. I mean, it definitely looks like it from the <laughs> Sometimes it, fe- yeah. Sometimes it feels like we're just flying by the seat of our pants, and sometimes we are. Mm-hmm. But uh, other <laughs> other times, not so much. That's the fun way to do it. Yeah. Um, so you've been working on a few different videos since you since you started with us. I mean, yeah. obviously there was the summer of Spider Man. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, that was like two uh, summers of Spider Man, right? That was a long well, project, was, no? Yeah, we like shot it over that school year when I was in school. Just completely disregarded academics and shot that. And then over <laughs> that summer, um, yeah, just like every day in the studio. I remember, you, Jake, you would like come in at like 11 p.m. to like get something out and be like, oh, what's up, dude? Yeah. It's like multiple times. chugging away. Okay, so <laughs> walk us through what that process, walk the viewers, like the audience through what that process was like for you. How did it start? Mm-hmm. How did you come up with the idea? Like what was you know yeah i mean i've always loved spider-man i was like raised on the sam raimi spider-man movies oh yeah Yeah. um those were like my favorite growing up i still really love i think spider-man 2 is probably like my favorite movie it's just so good but um yeah so i'd always wanted to make one and then i think nick and carmichael and i were driving back from the desert when we shot the peter 42 clone thing where i was like running on the one wheel <laughs> yes and the, the, the hurrah yeah yeah dude that was weird <laughs> <laughs> but um i forget how it came up but carmichael and i were talking about like a spider-man video and he was like talking about he wanted to do one or something i was like hmm maybe i'll do one so i was just like, I had that in my I'll, head. I'll make a fully cg spider-man film instead exactly <laughs> Um, so yeah, I had that in my head and then over those next few months I was like writing it and I don't have the most elegant writing process. It's pretty much just like get the bare bones of a story and then get really excited about 
the spectacle and just get caught up with that and not pay as much attention to the story, which I kind of pay for later. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, I wrote the script and I was originally going to do a Kickstarter, which I'm so glad I didn't have to do because I think, yeah, I called you, Jake, and I asked what the legality of that was. And you were like, it's probably fine, but send over your um, your script. And I had done a teaser, too. And you said yeah. to send that over. And I did. You guys offered to pay me the money to make it, um, which was amazing. Yeah. And yeah, like super no, I, generous of you guys. The, the, the promise was in the, I think, was in the, the trailer that you did. And then the thing was, it was like, it was about the cost of making a YouTube video anyway. Oh, wow. So... The way that I saw it was was just, you know, it was an opportunity to say, okay, well, this is what it would cost to make pretty much any YouTube video to begin with. And then also it's an opportunity for you to continue to hone your skills. And then if we can post it, you know, then it's just one, it's one more video for us. It's a learning experience for you. Everyone wins. Yeah. Um, so that was, I feel like it was a good, good thing for everybody. Um, no, totally. And I remember... Um... I forget which video it was, but I remember one time Nico was talking about how some dude in a warehouse across from you guys was like super generous and just let you guys use the warehouse. And he was like, I hope yeah. we get to pass on that favor one day. And so I feel like that was kind of the next incarnation of that. And it was, it was just really sweet of you guys. And I really appreciate it. Just using the warehouse, man. Just, <laughs> Got you to. know, yep. um, good. Yeah. And then, so then you, you shot it and then during production, didn't you lose a day of footage? <laughs> hate when that happens. Didn't, yeah. Didn't okay, that happen? But then it turns out Sam was like, oh, there's an easy fix for that. Like six months later. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. We're so, like, and you were shooting on the red camera, right? Yeah. You guys, for some reason you lent me your red camera. I don't know how you trusted me with that. <laughs> I guess it was the the lesser expensive one, but um, yeah, it was well, it was, and I figured mm -hmm. that it was oh, yeah. like part of the you know it was part of the shoot, and if yeah. we were going to go up out and shoot a video, then you know we'd use a camera. We'd use That's a, a good point. Camera. Yeah, so I was shooting on the red, and I shot this whole day of footage. I like had to light this whole kitchen scene and put up a green screen and everything. Shot it, and it was pretty happy with it. And then I just like put the card in the SD, the like red SD card reader, and it just like fried it or something. I don't know what happened. But yeah, lost the whole day. Ooh. Had to shoot yeah. that one again, which was You not still fun. don't know what happened? No, I have no idea. I think Sam said it was something with like just a format error and there's like a really easy fix, but I didn't know that at the time, so oh sucks my. for me, I guess. Murphy's Law. Yeah, <laughs> Red does he reshoot it? So wait, it's like, like oh, there's a fix. Mm -hmm. You so you reshot that entire day? Yeah. Yeah, I mean wow. thankfully it was like a half day. It was just like a small like interior scene, so it wasn't too bad, but <laughs> It was definitely like really frustrating. Were you more were you more or less frustrated when you found out that there was a fix for it or when you found out that you had to reshoot the day? When there was a fix for it. Because honestly, like any chance to reshoot something I love because you just get another try at making it much better. Like the short film I'm working on right now, we did like a lot of reshoots and the cast and crew weren't too happy about it, but, um, it's so much better now. And so, yeah, I really don't mind reshooting things like, cause it just gives you another chance, you know? Definitely. So, so when you, uh, when you got it all in the can about, about when was that? Cause I think you started the process, you started the shooting process when you got into school that year. So that would have been, mm -hmm. yeah, I think we started around February and then it ended okay. like, 
like uh, a week before the video came out or something. I had to get like that last shot of the cake falling on the ground or something like that. So it lasted pretty much the whole time. But when when did you finish the majority of principal photography? Was that principal photography? Yeah, it was like the last week of school I finished. Okay, up. so you mm-hmm. shot from February to May, effectively. Yeah, substantial. It wasn't like we were shooting every day. It would be like weekends here and there, you know. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then the and then post started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, with post, I was like taking my sweet old time in the beginning there, like making that Spider-Man 3D model and doing lots of tests and things. Yeah. And then July rolled around, and I was like, shit, I've got like three shots done. And so I decided I'm going to get ahead of it and I'm going to start coming in every day and on weekends and staying late. And that way I won't be going right up to the edge of the deadline. Yeah. And then I went up to the deadline and I passed the deadline and then I passed the next deadline. <laughs> That's so, what deadlines are for. Rescheduling. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's a good way of thinking. So, um, so and then you, you, you didn't even have it done when you went to school, right? When you went back to school. Oh, yeah. God, it was so long ago. I just want yeah, to clarify, I'm... though, this was all you working on this, though, right? Like, you were the post team as far as yeah, the effects goes? Yeah, I think or Gabe did you helped have me help? with some roto. Okay. But, mm-hmm. yeah, besides that, I did all the effects, which so you had to... is, is nice for the ego, but in practice isn't that fun. Yeah. Um, did you have kind of, like, the expectation of, like, oh, I'm just going to, like, bang this out, like... I, oh like, yeah i no no breaks and it mm-hmm. seems like that wasn't possible because we're no all human, definitely so. not i mean yeah i was probably like overly ambitious with it and had there were even like 50 no not 50 like 20 more effect shots that were going to be in it that i think sam and ren were like just cut those you don't need them that's stupid Man. um but yeah i always make the mistake of thinking things are going to take like way less time than they actually are. So it ended up biting me in the ass, but I'm happy with how it turned out. So honestly, I guess dude, I mean, it shows man. It, it really shows. Thanks. Um, Yeah. Now ambition is a blessing, I think, because you can always (laughs) rein it back, you know, that's a good point. You can, you, you, I, I feel like there is that, there is that moment though, in any project where, uh, and I'm I'm feeling this now on something I'm working on, but you start to add the layers of quality, mm. and then you, you you know you you do one quality thing over on this side, and then you look back on Imbalanced. another side, yeah, and, and you go, <laughs> wait a minute, this is completely off balance in terms of its quality. I, I now I need to do I need to do that shot, mm-hmm. and then and then it's like, oh well, now that I set that level, I need to make sure that all of all of it is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's an art I think in in and of it to in and of itself, just understanding where a visual and and overall quality of a piece should live. Mm. You know, yeah. just just in the just even in the approach of something, mm. um, because there's always the tendency to like, well, I want it to be perfect, and so I'm going to try to set out to do it that way, and then you know y- you realize. Yeah in july you've only done three shots and you're like okay well i need to adjust this yeah um yeah that's interesting something i've found to be really helpful with that kind of thing is like in the short film i'm working on now instead of like going through chronologically and doing all the effects to the level of quality that i would want them to be at i'm doing like bare bones versions of each shot you know so Mm -hmm. it's more of an 
iterative process and that way like if there's any i mean i don't have a deadline but if there was a deadline if i needed to i could turn something in you know and then just keep working on it and perfecting it but yeah yeah no yeah that's a smart way to do it are you starting with like mock-ups is it just like really like roughed out vfx or is it just kind of like you did like a quick pass on it make it passable and then if you want to spend more time on it you can do that later yeah, I mean, I always tell myself I'm going to do, like, the shadeless mock-ups with just the grayscale thing, but then I'm in the project, and I just, like, get too invested in it, and I'm like, oh, but it would look good if I did this, and so I end up rendering, like, a decent quality one, when I should just be doing, like, the pure animation and then moving on, so I still get stopped up a little bit, but it definitely helps. Man. Yeah. Well, you're a one-man VFX army, man. I mean, Spider-Man Cake Day was... Wow, chef's kiss. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's all about that. that final shot of the dropping the cake. Oh, <laughs> I think my Blast. dad suggested that, so props to my dad. Mm, nice. Today's episode is brought to you by Storyblocks. They've sponsored this podcast in the past, and we use Storyblocks all the time around here at Corridor Digital. We use them for B-roll. We use them for motion graphics. We use them for sound bites and After Effects templates and more. They're our one-stop shop for all of our stock asset needs. With an all-access unlimited plan, you can download as much from Storyblocks as you need, and it's all royalty-free. So whether we're working on a commercial or something for YouTube or just something for us here around the studio, whatever you download from Storyblocks, you can use across all platforms royalty-free. The best part, most of it comes in beautiful 4K, and they're constantly updating their site. So every time we go on there, there's something new for us. Even if you're just a video creator that's starting out, Storyblocks is something that you're going to want to consider moving forward. The more and more videos that you make, the more and more your need for B-roll is going to increase because there's just there's just little moments, you know, little connective tissue between things that you're going to need to make moments work on camera and in video, and that's exactly what Storybox can help you do. So just head on over to storyblocks.com slash corridorcast or click the link in the description below and you'll be able to see everything they have to offer. That's storyblocks.com slash corridorcast. Once again, huge thanks to them for making this podcast continue to be possible and now back to the episodes and the adventures with Peter Franz. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so tell us what you're working on now. I mean, you've got this little, I saw, I saw it months ago. Don't even think about that. Erase that from your brain. Okay. Well, just tell me this. (laughs) Is there still a man rollerblading in a square at the beginning? Okay. That's all I needed to know. (laughs) Okay. So far, that was my favorite part. That's awesome. Cause there's a lot more of that in the, in the movie now. (laughs) A lot of rollerblading, man, that, so yeah, basically you know, I, I went to school in San Francisco and I really love that city and they're having this epidemic right now, not coronavirus level epidemic, but um, kind of surface level em- epidemic with oh, no. scooters, with ele- electric scooters getting like littered all over the place. It's honestly not that bad. People are just freaking out about Dude. it. 
But um, yeah, I guess you guys have this in LA too. Problem I've ever heard. Yeah, I gotta I say, it's just kind of like a 2020 <laughs> thing. If if there was like a couple uh-huh. things that like like in 20 years or 30 years when they're doing like films set in in the 20s, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's gonna be like oh, totally art department's gonna be searching <laughs> for piles of fucking discarded bird scooters mm-hmm. on the corners. Yeah, just like Broken rolling pieces. up in the beach and stuff. Yeah. That's my favorite Instagram account is Bird Graveyard. It's just like people beating the shit out of scooters you gotta wonder how that is profitable with all those if you're a hoarder start saving the bird scooters now because a a movie production is going to come along in about 20 years and they're Mm going to want to they're going to want to rent those damn from yeah i got a few from filming so i I better hang on to those okay yeah make sure you do yeah (laughs) those will be valuable one day so yeah um there are these scooters and my friend and i rollerblade a lot we would always uh go rollerblading downtown like in between cars and stuff we would like do that on saturdays it was really fun and we've always wanted to make a video out of it this is um the guy who is the bad guy in spider-man okay uh the guy in the green suit i don't know if you remember yeah anyways his name is, his name is matt he's uh a buddy of mine and um we decided to make a movie about a rollerblader who hates those scooters and uh, wants to get rid of them, but then happens to meet like a fully CGI robot made out of the scooters and they like slowly (laughs) become friends and uh, they just like try to take down the scooter corporation. And it's like an action comedy film based around that. It's sentient, the the scooter robot. And it's fully sentient. it, It gets struck by lightning. There's no explanation for it. Gotcha. But it's like this amalgamation of like scooter parts that exactly. turns into yeah. human. That's it's cool. just like a bunch of little scooter scraps and I'm yeah. using the motion capture suit and doing like full body mocap for, nice. the, for the character. Nice. Unreal? And Are you, or is this all in Blender? No. Yeah. It's in Blender. That's so it's, cool. um, it's this company called Rococo. They lent me a suit and I'm sure. going to do some uh, promotions and stuff for them. But yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's like the same thing as the XN suit you guys got. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're sworn enemies actually. Really, Rococo yeah. and XNs, yeah. Okay, they're, are they? Because they're gonna have to fight to the <laughs> no, they're, they're gonna have to fight to the death because Sam is supposed to come over and do some sort of live capture with them. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. R- Rococo is okay. They want to work with Sam, so it's awesome. You yeah. just I show up in the doorway in my Rococo suit, <laughs> bring it over. <laughs> they're like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll set up a live stream for Friday, and and then no one shows up, and then. Peter eerily shows up sometimes. Hey, he's Sam. In, he's in one of the... Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sam. Um, nice. Sam's wearing? like motion capturing <laughs> yeah, and, and his wearing? model just like <laughs> switches to another mocap feed. Like, wait a second. <laughs> Whose motion is that? I'm doing the mocap now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It steals he's your, my mocap. It steals your motion. <laughs> Oh, that would Stop be funny, like yourself, in a Pacific Sam. Rim type movie, you know, where they use yeah. the mocaps to control the robots. It's like yeah. someone else's mocap the <laughs> robots. So that would be a... funny to like make a film about like motion capture that controls someone else. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> start controlling oh Sam's actual body. Well, they have yeah. those exoskeletons for the military. Have you oh, seen dude, those? That's it right there, dude. And so <laughs> somebody gets in a mocap suit, and somebody it gets an exoskeleton. Me. Of like Wallace and Gromit, uh, the wrong trousers. Did any of you either see? Like, did you guys see that? I, think I watched Gromit. Chicken Run so that. recently. Yeah, that's yeah. It. So same studio. It's like an animated series by I think Nick Park is his name. But mm. dude, there's a scene like basically he gets stuck in these pants that control him, and uh, he's <laughs> yeah. just like a puppet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. You like that, but with a full exoskeleton. I love that animation style. It's so we pretty. should do it's that. Amazing. That's a good idea. We should do that. It's like run away. I'm not getting that suit. capture. 
Uh, I thought you were going to say I'm not going to do the effects for it. Uh, that's, oh, that's I'll do funny. the effects. I just don't want to get in that suit. I don't want to break my back. And I'll do them in a day. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it, man. I swear. So, so, so oh, go on. Yeah, dude. yeah. So, so back to the video. You you built a, a, a sentient CGI that gets struck by lightning out of parts of a scooter. Yep. Now, uh, you captured all of this entirely on set live with a mocap suit. I wish I did. For the first half of shooting, we didn't have the motion capture suit. I didn't even think of that as feasible, but then I saw the Rococo people who were making that kind of thing, and um, Uh only then did I reach out to them to get one, but they sent me one, and so for the second half of filming, we had it. But then for some days, we didn't, like, the data got lost. So for the majority of it, I'm going to be doing it myself and just syncing it up with the dialogue. But um, for when it did work, it was amazing. Such a great tool to have on set. What's with you losing motion capture data, Dude. (laughs) What do you mean? <laughs> what? Was that definitively me? Did I screw that up? There's a rumor from There's last summer that Peter lost a bunch of mocap down. Uh, I'm so sorry. Day. I got that call from Clint and my heart just sank. I felt so bad. You guys had to reshoot it, right? Yeah, we did. And it, it was it was like you said. I mean, a reshoot, it turned out for the better. But mm-hmm. for uh, Boston, too. Yeah. I don't actually know what happened with that footage because we dumped it and then it had all the file numbers and then all of a sudden the file numbers just skipped. Like it just, it just decided that it wasn't going to capture those from, from like 11 AM to like whatever it was. I seem to remember like they had run into that problem before with capture. So oh, really, it, you you know whether it was Oof, you, I'm off or the hook. someone else. It wasn't the first time. It's not definitive. It's not definitive. Yeah. So so you just filmed somebody on set and then you tracked them manually and replaced them. Or? Pretty much. I mean, we got the person acting on set. We did it like Andy Circus style, or I guess Irishman style, because they didn't have any tech on set. Um, we just like recorded them, got the clean plate. And then what I was doing for VFX was like manually animating it to match up the movement. Mm -hmm. But now I'm just like looking at what he did on set with my motion capture suit on and like trying to roughly do it. And it's a bit janky, but Mm. it works well enough. Hmm. So what about, did you have, did you have moving camera shots and things like that? Yeah. So for that, um, for anything where the camera wasn't moving, we would just have the main actor and the guy who's going to be the scooter in the same shot. Um, because you know, you can just track in the background plate and slap it over them. But for any of the moving camera stuff, we would do the first one with both actors and just have them run through it to get the choreography. Mm-hmm. And then for the second take, we would take scooter guy out and just have him behind the camera saying lines. And then, my buddy Matt just acting with nothing. Okay. Wow. And yeah. did you find that you're you're mostly using that second take then in the animation? Pretty or, much. Sorry, in the actual edit. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool, man. It's, it's it's really interesting to hear everyone's like motion capture workflows for onset, <laughs> like what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I learned a lot from you guys shooting the Boss Town video. That was really helpful. Yeah, that was a, a whole whole thing in itself if if there was one thing that you picked up that you would like want to pass on to anyone trying to shoot mocap on set what Mm -hmm. would it be from this project just take your time getting it set up because sometimes you know with the shoot it's like time's running out and you gotta get something you gotta get a shot and a lot of the time on set i would be like we'll just do the motion capture later yeah get flustered and just decide to do it later or something 
but it's just never as good doing it later because if you have two actors in the same mm-hmm. scene, they can play off of each other, and it just feels a lot more like the scenes where we actually got the motion capture on set feels much more natural than when I'm doing it later. So mm-hmm. Makes sense. definitely yeah. everything you can do to get it done on set is super helpful. Now, um, what kind of post nightmare did you set yourself up for here? <laughs> I mean, how, how long is the piece? It's 22 minutes. 22 wow. minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 22 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why didn't you just go and make it an hour and a half at this point? I mean, if someone will buy it and give me the money to make it an hour and a half, I I would love to. If uh, Cordor wants to do a Cordor website original, I wouldn't say no. Um, um, So, and and throughout, what, 10 10 or more minutes you have this robot in every shot? Probably, like, 20 minutes he's in the show 20, out of, 20 out of 22 minutes you have a robot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're crazy yeah you're i mean man. honestly like it's i mean i'm gonna hate myself for saying this later but it's not too bad because you know <laughs> the workflow <laughs> is um basically just like i edit it i have the footage of the dude in the edit with the clean plate underneath and so when I go to do the VFX for a scene, I just bring the whole clean plate into the shot, bring in the mocap data and bring in the audio. And then I just record the mocap data, data, track the shot, light it and render it. There's really no like extra tweaking I have to do, which is nice. Yeah. What about the model itself? That's already done and rigged and does all yeah. the work once you got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was using this really cool software called substance painter. I don't know if anybody in the studio uses it, but it's really cool. You basically just like bring in your 3D model and it calculates like the edges of things and where there are crevices and things like that. So it can put like like uh, the edge of like something that's metal that was painted. It can have like the paint shift chipped off on the edges. So mm-hmm. it adds, adds like a, a lot of little uh, nice details. Okay. Yeah. Did you use that on uh, Willy Wonka R-rated? Is that where I've heard of that before? Or did I? I I don't think I did. Okay. Maybe it was yeah. Ren who told me about it. But Probably. I think it Ren's sounds like a really cool program. Yeah. So if you're working with us now, um, when are you going to finish this thing? Is this something that... Do we need to do another thing here where you distribute <laughs> this on Corridor? Or what, what, what do we... How do we work this in here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. The, the current plan is to just work nights and weekends on it because I wouldn't want it to cut into to Corridor time. But yeah. uh, I definitely think about that. You know, it would be awesome having that kind of audience for it. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see how good it is, huh? I guess so. <laughs> we'll it's definitely trailer. a lot better than what you saw, so <laughs> so don't worry about that. Okay, well, that's encouraging because what I saw wasn't bad. Um, I was, that's I good. was, I, you know, I was able to put on my CG goggles and mm-hmm. you know see see through it. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, you have a little bit of credibility built up, you know. I guess yeah. you've done a couple of VFX yeah. related things in couple the past. Things. Not much timeline credibility, but some results credibility. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, results are all that matters. So now that um, you know, now that we've got sort of uh, an unlimited time frame here, um, I'd love to hear. Well, actually, from both you and Nick, like Nick, you, you've sort of been the auteur of these rated R pieces. You know, you, you've, you've been the guy that's sort of been like directing the group and and sort of coming up with the overall cuts for them. I, I mean, the stuff you did with Willy Wonka, the stuff you did with Home Alone, all that stuff was very, very much additive from the original property. 
I mean, is there something now with Peter, with Ren, with Clinton, uh, Sam, Nico, obviously Matt? I mean, we have a whole stable now of of artists, and pretty much when it comes to like readapting stuff, sure, there's, there's almost a limit limitless universe in which we can. Yeah, I mean, certainly there's some more rated R ideas, and I look forward to, you know, getting together with you, Peter, and the rest of the VFX boys and hammering some out. Uh, We have a couple ideas for some upcoming ones. We have Star Trek, which we're super excited about. Yeah. Um, I think there's, it's like just waiting to be made rated R because, you know, it was, and this is the original one made back in the day. So it was, I mean, a, just the standards of violence and, like, action were just so much different back then. So, like, everything is... And, you know, the cameras are locked off in wide shots for <laughs> almost all the action. It's like, I wonder what we could bring to this uh, that could make it Did, a little bit more of our age. So, Didn't they used to do the beam me up Scotty effect with, like, putting sparkles in water and stirring what? them? And then that comping sounds... it? And then comping no, it on. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I'm we got to do sure. a video where we do effects like that. Yes. There's special, a, special effects, visual effects. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Coming out this uh, weekend, actually. I'm not sure when this episode's dropping, but the next VFX artist react, number 33, we covered uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. There's oh, like wow. the end scene when he's going through the wormhole. Uh, there's like Crazy. this really cool, sl- it's called slit scan uh, fil- technique, I think. And huh. we want to do something where we recreate that. So I think like. I mean, I'm just stoked to have you on board, you know, because obviously you're a VFX talent, but all the, I feel like we can really expand on some of these ideas of like hands-on VFX, like recreating old ideas. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't have to limit ourselves to R-rated. So those are fun though. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Watching those Star Wars documentaries about how they did all those effects in camera. It's crazy. I I think that would be a really fun series to pursue, you know, Mm -hmm. like go and see if we can recreate and maybe add to any of these old old techniques so yeah uh, yeah man i am we're only going to be the stronger for having you on it's it's about time gosh dang come on (laughs) gosh dang time boys (laughs) well i appreciate that it's uh it's an honor 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 to be back yeah we can't shoot you with arrows uh, anymore though there is an idea that we had to do uh to do to do a vfx with um like first version yes yes um, and to see if it can actually... Oh, you mean like CS2 like or CS1, something? Like yeah. CS1, bro. After Effects <laughs> version 1. It, yeah, you get amazing. it set up on a, yes. on a system that'll that'll run it, and then you you see what you can do with it. You yeah. just have to... Call it Andrew yeah. Kramer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it would be fun to just see like who can make like the craziest VFX shot. You know? we, yeah. should, we should call great. Andrew Kramer, actually. Just in general. Oh, yeah that episode how you See, doing man doing. yeah hey, hey man how, <laughs> I haven't heard how from you doing him. How's, how's the kids good good okay <laughs> all right well i just wanted to say hi later Boop. oh also do you want to help us with this video okay <laughs> i would love to get andrew kramer like involved in our next r rated or you know oh that would be awesome just like maybe one of those old school vfx videos as well that could be really yeah. fun totally um yeah man he'd be good he'd be particularly though he'd be good for that using old software to do modern VFX because obviously he's, he's yeah probably knows more about those than the developers. Oh yeah. Those first like, few tutorials he did were in like After Effects CS 
negative 500 BC. So <laughs> negative 500 BC. What version is that? Oh, it's, uh, it's BC version. Honestly, that's the whole Adobe suite is uh, BC versions. Oh yeah. Um, interesting, interesting tidbit on visual effects and special effects. We've been talking a lot about them. A lot of people don't know. Uh, visual effects and special effects are different. Uh, yeah. Um, visual effects is often, often used, uh, with the same, in the same sentence as CGI. Um, but what that means specifically visual effects and special effects, special effects are, are effects that are captured in camera, meaning that you point the camera at something and something happens in the real world whether Something that's special happens yes yeah, so, so whether special. that's smoke or a, an actual squib or an actual explosion or what have you um and then you take that footage and you put it into your final shot whether or not you you meddle with it or, or do anything else with it after is is a separate thing but the special that's what special effects are and then visual effects are when you take footage and then you add things on top of the footage in post once you're once you've already captured it so we get a lot of questions about that get that out of the way yeah get that out of the way (laughs) yeah and then there's sound effects which is also sfx so it's all it's all confusing yeah and then there's super confusing nomenclature when you talk about sound effects being sfx Uh uh-huh um and then sfx also means makeup like special effects right that's also in that category yes that's true Ay ay ay. So now that we're all uh, working and working together and we're working from home, do you guys foresee, you guys foresee any issues with that or? Dude, I got Wi-Fi uh, from negative 500 BC. You're you're not on, are you on that McDonald's (laughs) Wi-Fi? I'm on that that McDonald's Wi-Fi, son. Because <laughs> Nick's been on that McDonald's Wi-Fi. I was for a while. I was for a while, and then I upgraded. I got that Wendy's Wi-Fi now. It's better. But, yeah, a little bit better. But I don't know. I'm personally, man. I'm looking forward to when we can all work in the studio again. Um, Me too. Yeah, I've been working from home for the last like year doing uh, freelance VFX. And so yeah. it's like sweet. I finally get to like go and have a have coworkers in a work environment. Go work at Corridor, and then, nope. Oh, dude, it's, it's so weird. I, I think, I mean, you can speak to that, but I'm sure we've hired a, a lot of new people in the last couple months since yeah. this thing's been going on, and it must yeah, it's be crazy. odd for them as well. I mean, it's like, I mean, like for Daniel, like who came on to do the vlogs, I know he watched mm-hmm. the vlogs for a long time, and he was kind of in your shoes as well, where it was like you have someone who has a perspective of like being a fan coming in, and then they come in and it's like, no one's in the studio ever. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, we're filming out of there all the time. Which yeah. Is, so yeah. People are wondering, like, like then you see all of our videos and we're in the studios because we go there to film things together. Yep. Um, but then when we do posts, we usually do posts from home. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's been a it's been a good compromise for this. You know, how can we keep making stuff and still be safe and aware of the coronavirus? You know, right. Yeah. Um, it is, I think, you know, kind of confusing and maybe triggering to some people though seeing us in the studio filming. And I get it; I totally get it. Like, <laughs> it's triggering me. Yeah, yeah. Because, ah. like, you know, because we are—we basically made an agreement with each other, which was like, let's try our best to keep our personal bubbles to our work, like us at work, mm-hmm. 
yeah. and you know significant yeah. others and you know like me and Christian and Clint went out of town last week and we had to get tested before coming back into the studio with everyone so like we're, we're oh, wow. trying to be conscious of it but yeah um, I mean that seems like the smartest way to do it because Corridor is a small company and it yeah. seems like uh, as long as everybody's keeping their bubble small it's perfectly safe yeah yeah and, Get yeah, tested exactly. a lot. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then anytime you go and do something extra, like people have been going and getting tested. And then, yeah. you know, Get we a have a brain scratch. Yeah. yeah. And people have, um, we're going to have extra people come on set in October here when we when we do a few of these productions. So okay, we'll have to make gotcha. sure, like, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, we just have people a few days beforehand get tested. Then we do temperatures and everything yeah. on yeah. set. And then, you know, um, but other yeah. than that, it's been working pretty well. Um, you yeah, know. knock on wood. It has, our safety precautions have kept us safe so far. Knock on wood, Dobie, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Dobie's cousin, the, the god of yeah. uh, oh, god. pandemic. <laughs> oh, god. Yeah. Corona, Corona, <laughs> Cor- Caranthos. Caroni. <laughs> Karobi. Oh, god. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We are finishing Studio Three, though. So once so excited. So hopefully, towards the end of the year, next year, what have you? Once, once you know things start to level back out, uh, people will be able to use that more and more. Um, we will be moving the stuff into there. This is another announcement for the croutons. Woo! Uh, we'll be moving stuff up into Studio Three in October. Um, so soon. Yes, I'm excited. it's right around the corner, um, and. Uh, Steve went in there the other day, and he wait, didn't have... Was, he, wait, was Steve, <laughs> what was his reaction? Was it angry, or was it, like, happy? Was it, well, I mean, like, was it, like, holy shit, I like what so you've done I, with the place. <laughs> I, I think I think he, overall, he likes what we've done with the place, because okay. it's, you know, it's, it's gonna... Ultimately, it helps him, too, you know? Yeah. Because like if we're not in there, ideally we're in there for, you know, the indefinite future, but... If any day we're not in there, he's, he, then he has this really nice studio that he can lease out. Um, so I don't think he's too upset about it. But he, Dude. Gear, I was talking to Guillermo, and Guillermo did say, like, yeah, Steve came by. Uh, he had some things to say, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how he phrased it. Dude, he had some uh, things to say. It's, it's going to be like night and day from the old janky like loft that it was i can't wait oh, i went man. in there like two weeks ago and i saw you you guys had all the dividers like the uh yep. little cubicle dividers we not have cubicles. cubicles well not cubicles it's, cubi- not, it's, not it's cubicles. a half wall it's, it's half wall yeah. it's yeah. bullpens yeah. with I'm half walls <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it nick why'd you tell him God, you have gray it. carpet cubicles yeah. we, no, have gray we got carpet cubicles, cubicles and halogen lights yeah yeah with <laughs> halogen lights and every cubicle has a manager yep um, yeah, little kitten and, posters with inspiring with Mr. Phrases. Incredible. And you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make phone calls out of there all day, and yeah. uh, you're gonna be excited to cut out at four thirty. Oh god, Definitely. I'm gonna like um, hear footsteps behind me, and then I'm, I'm just gonna like feel Jake's presence looking over my shoulder. <laughs> I feel like we need a TPS report joke. I pop up over a cubicle. <laughs> yeah. Here. No, uh, I think it's like a cubicle in the best sense of the term, because it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like a it's a bullpen. Yeah. It's basically just wire management in a wall. Gotta keep the yeah. pulls in. Lots of yeah, exactly. uh, AC power cords for our computers and stuff. So nice. really good. Because we, I just wanted to like kind of put channels together, you know, in general. And so oh, like different that teams. Way, that, yeah, that way, like Nick's not yelling across the yeah. floor to Dean. <laughs> you know, like yeah. 
there's a certain <laughs> level of logic there. Oh, I'm going to miss that, honestly. The chaos. It's going to oh be different, but there's still going to be chaos. Don't worry. I mean, look, we're still all going to be in a room working together. It's just we're going to be in a different room. Yeah. There's just, just going to be more rooms, really. When you want to film, <laughs> if you, you have you have on this on the new post production floor, you have the right to tell somebody to shut the fuck up and go to the <laughs> yeah. go to the shooting yeah. floor. Like it just gives that's, us that's a place the, to banish people. Yeah, like, it's like look, yeah. yeah, you guys filming? Go go into the other studio. It, it, it legit is a a problem like currently, and it has been for the last year and more yeah. than that. Just like mm. when you're shooting, there's so many things going on that you often have to be like. Guys, shh, quiet. Like, right. And now we have another room that you can yeah. go to, to do that. And it's never easy because it always like throws off the people you're telling. They're always in some passionate creative discussion or something. And right. it can be a little bit hindering. So at least we'll have spaces to do that now. And then so, people's yeah. feelings get hurt. And then we have to have a conference about it. And we have to bring in a moderator. <laughs> there was one time, Jake. There was one time <laughs> where he told me to be quiet. And I was really, I was really engaged with a conversation with Sam. <laughs> And you told me to quiet on set, and I, I never recovered. I lost it. <laughs> there you go. I trashed the studio. Yeah, dude. You and show then up, show up at night when everyone's gone and just trash the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. So hopefully that won't happen. Um, no promises. Do you think one day, no like, problems. the corridor office is going to be, like, some big futuristic building? It'll be, like, all chrome, Whoa. like, on top of a mountain. floating. Like, yeah, dude. It's going to be no, just... You know, I mean, you know about the brickest, Nick. <laughs> oh, do I know about the brickest? Do you yeah. know about the brickest, Peter? The brickest. Yes. So, we can't... This even is if a it's common in, theme. Even if, even if the building is in a spaceship in another galaxy... We still have to keep the brick because oh, of course, because that's the whole vibe. Yeah. Now, yeah it's like the white such a vibe. brick. Yeah. Now, Steve Just cool hanging out casual. when Steve <laughs> went to go and get everything like re re registered or whatever. He the guy that uh, was signing off on the building, the building inspector. Yeah. yeah. The building inspector was a was a was a grade a brickist certified institutionalized brickist <laughs> yeah he was oh, an no i'm serious it does like so we got, got a lot of comments for a living no he no, hates he, brick he yeah, hates, he brick. hates he brick. brick oh he hates brickist brick. as in yeah. like racist br- or yes. br- yeah. brickist he hates them he can't yeah. stand them he thinks they kill bricks. people I mean, yeah. they do. They're dangerous, especially in California, which is like we have a lot of seismic activity. Yeah, to, so. to his oh. credit, we got a ton of seismic activity, yeah. and the brick buildings have been falling down for decades, killing people. But Those dude, you, you can't stones. quite get that exactly. like relaxed, like Drake and Josh's room, like hanging out vibe <laughs> from like a plaster wall. You can't do it, you know. Uh-uh. Like it's just Mm-mm. what you yeah. get. You got some steel, <laughs> some steel, and some some, some plaster, some exposed wood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, get out of here. No, get out of here. You want the brick. You want the mm-hmm. brick. Um, so so we had to deal with that. But, you know, as long as we keep the brick, I think Steve's Steve's going to be happy. You know, <laughs> it'll keep oh. the brickists away, too. Yeah. Some people I are hope, just ignorant. I yeah. hope Steve lives as long as as he possibly can. But I hope also that when he dies, part of his spirit comes and haunts the building. <laughs> I think Fuck it's already yes, haunting dude. the building. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Steve's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> look back at the videos, there's a shot of just nothing. Oh, wow. Um, I, 
Okay, so I do have one one final topic here. Um, oh, now getting serious, and, and Peter. I don't know if you've thought about this. Okay, so so answer carefully. Jesus, uh, <laughs> you have one springing, springing a question on you that you did not know I was going to ask. When we bring in the next intern, mm. okay. Now, do you have words of advice for them? Are you going to treat them You're bringing har- in another harsher? intern? You're not are the you intern kidding? anymore, are you Peter. Kidding me? I haven't even... This is my first day, and you're already... The ink hasn't even dried, and you're bringing in another intern? I mean, we can uh, keep you as intern officially if you want, but you're going to have to get used to moving into employee status, Peter. I know. It's yeah. going to be weird. Oh, God. I, I guess so. <laughs> He's been with us for like 20 years. And <laughs> He's like... on his desk. Intern. Can I get you guys a coffee or anything? <laughs> Peter, drop the intern gag, man. <laughs> Damn, advice for a future intern. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess relax. I, I, I mean, I'm an anxious person. So like coming into the studio for the first time, I was like constantly like anxiety level at a 10 because I like looked up to you guys so much. I'd watched you for five years, and so now it was like just really scary. All of that over the course of the yeah. last five years, <laughs> totally, totally jaded. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, to a future intern, you'll get used to it. Relax, yeah. it's going to be scary, but you'll be fine. Um, Are you going to treat them harder than we yeah. treated you? I'm okay. going to be borderline emotionally abusive. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right, and, and you've and, all and been out. warned. Yeah, and based on how y'all treated me, that's saying something. Because yeah, we killed for like all the listeners. Three of you, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was brutal. We're taking a step forward. Yeah, from physical death to only emotionally abusive. I feel like that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it weird when you came, like when you had to sign the contract initially, and Jake was like, "Can you just sign over your DNA to us?" Was that odd? And, and it, like, yeah, well, I thought it was a DNR, which I uh, dude, rookie mistake. I told you yeah. you'd fall for it, dude. Yeah, because the R and the A, they look so similar. Gotcha. So, well, and DNR means do, do not resuscitate. Yeah, yeah and that medical. I'm fine with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't, but so you you thought nothing was suspicious when I had you go to that clinic that one day to get your DNA. I just figured it was like some kind of um, it was a VFX uh, test, like right? vaccination type thing, you know. Didn't know yeah. if anybody in the studio had like an autoimmune disorder or anything. Mm. Um, yeah, they like took like like this much blood. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. It's necessary, man. They took this <laughs> they much took, blood. They filled Technology up a two liter do- Dr. Pepper bottle with my blood. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really weird clinic. They s- stuffed it in a in one of those mini fridge freezers. I don't. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <sighs> I mean. This version of you, you know, is the best version we've had so far. So I think it was all for the best. And yeah, man. Uh, yeah dude, you're here to stay. I think that's a great way to put it, Nick. <laughs> this version of you is the best. And it just, you know, on a more serious note, it's been awesome to see you grow uh, as an individual, as a creator. Um, and, uh, you know, if you guys have um, videos that you'd like to see now that now that we've got Peter France officially in the crew, um, let us know in the comments. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Peter, man, um, this is going to be great. This is, you know, hopefully the start of many, many other projects, many other mems, many other experiences. So, yeah, I mean, it's an honor. You guys are super genuine, funny dudes and it's always a pleasure hanging out. So glad I get to do that for 
the indefinite future. Hell yeah. Heck yeah, man. I'm excited for what we're going to make. Lots of cool stuff coming at you. Alrighty. And uh, don't forget to head over to CorridorDigital.com and uh, check out one of those subscriptions. You know, Dude. Just oh, think yeah. about it. Just, it's, just a suggestion. I'm thinking about it. Not, not, not required. Not required. We, we're mm-hmm. just consider happy to have you listening. Yeah. But consider it, you know, for all the benefits that you get. The producer points, you know, the, the 50% mm-hmm. off merch. Um, this is Christian's just going to slowly fade out, and I'm just yeah. going to keep hitting talking points. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, cool. All right. Well, guys, um, on to the next one. Sweet. It's been an honor. Dude, thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> Slowly cool. fade. <laughs> <laughs>